Hey everyone and welcome to The Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host Michael Montalvo and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes it a truly unique. In this episode we examine the events that occurred December 29th. Do you guys remember the modern cinematic masterpiece, The Little Giants? The movie was about a peewee football team that has to overcome the odds to win a game. Pretty basic story. They play their little hearts out and, spoiler alert, win the game using a play titled The Annexation of Puerto Rico. We're not talking about Puerto Rico today, though. We are talking about the annexation of another place. Texas. This will, however, be greatly abridged as they teach full courses of this material in schools and colleges. The Spanish were the first to settle in Texas around 1718, although, according to History.com, hostile natives in isolation from other Spanish colonies kept this place sparsely populated. This would eventually change, however, with the outbreak of war. First, the Revolutionary War, which saw the United States gain its independence from the English, and then the War of Mexican Independence Second, in which Mexico gained its independence from Spain. It was around this time that Moses Austin came up with the idea to bring families into the area, and, with the approval of the Spanish government, received permission to do so. The trouble here, however, was that after doing this, Moses Austin died, and his son, Stephen F. Austin, was instead tasked with the task to bring people in. And Mexico wanted this to happen, and they encouraged settlers into the area with the promise of land for $30 and no taxes for 10 years. Mexico wrote the Constitution of 1824, and Santa Ana, who initially supported this Constitution, which was somewhat similar to the U.S. Constitution, became president. He then nullified it in favor of a centralized government and rejected the idea of Texas being able to self-rule. Texans then said, hey, let's go back to what we were doing before, and Mexico said no, imprisoned Austin, and then the Texas Revolution would follow third in the series of wars, in which there were battles like the Alamo, which we'll eventually see in episode and the Battle of San Jacinto, and the Battle of Gonzales, all taking place. If memory serves correct, I think we have spoken about a few of the battles during the War for Texas Independence before, and will most likely encounter many more in the future. So again, I will refrain from describing the specifics of the war, as we are instead focused on the annexation of Texas. What I will say is that after these battles, Texas re-emerged as a republic, with Sam Houston as president and Stephen F. Austin, Secretary of State, September 1st, 1836. So now that Texas was independent, what next? By this point in our story, it is 1836, as you very well know from the sentence I read just a moment ago. Quick side note, I wrote that out before realizing I had just repeated myself, and honestly, it seemed like too good of a joke to waste. So most people in the South at least, thought that the Republic of Texas would be quickly annexed into the United States and become the newest of the states for the time. 
People seemed to like the idea of this happening, but to the surprise of the people, the two groups who had the decision-making skills to approve or deny this annexation transaction were in no hurry to get it done. The Senate and Andrew Jackson, the then-president, felt that their first duty was to protect the best interests of the American people, and so because of this, they decided to take their time on the whole process. This was aside from recognizing the new formed republic in 1837. And surprisingly, the story ends there for a bit. Jumping forward to 1844, President John Tyler wanted to make the annexation happen, but there was a concern that because Texas was in the South and supported slavery, it would throw off the balance of the slave and non-slave states. Another concern was with Mexico. After gaining its independence from Mexico, Texas was a hot issue. The U.S. wanted to incorporate it because of their beliefs in manifest destiny, and Mexico wanted to stop it because they had just lost the territory. They actively encouraged border raids and warned that any attempt made to annex the land would result in war. Which, spoiler alert, it did, with the eventual start of the Mexican-American War. The U.S. Congress would then pass a joint resolution for annexing Texas to the United States, and it was under these terms that it stated that Texas would keep its public land, its public debt, and the power to later, if they so choose to do so, divide into four convenient inside states, whatever that means. They would also have to deliver to the United States the authority over all military, postal, and custom facilities. In July 1845, a constitutional convention met in Austin to discuss annexation and peace with Mexico. A majority was eventually reached and it was voted to accept the proposed annexation and, according to the Texas State Library website, a proposed peace treaty with Mexico was considered but not accepted because it would only end the conflict if Texas remained independent. The annexation ordinance was submitted to popular vote and in October 1845, it and the state constitution were both approved by Texas voters and submitted to the U.S. Congress, which was accepted and the year was 1845 and on this day, December 29th, the joint resolution to admit Texas as the 28th state was signed. Now, while everything was approved, the formal transfer of government didn't happen until February 19, 1846, although Texas statehood is considered to have started December 29th. The northern states were against it because it increased the states that supported slavery, and while Mexico did not immediately declare war on the United States, the situation was still tense and would remain so, until the start of the Mexican-American War. Really, I guess, tensions would remain so until the end of the war. In 1848, Mexico gave up its claim to Texas and ceded the areas from New Mexico to California. While it initially claimed most of the area, Texas relinquished its claim in the Compromise of 1850 in exchange for $10 million of its state debt being assumed by the federal government. Now, obviously, there is much more to the story, but 
That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.